We're feeling peachy and oh so keen to bring you a kick-ons takeover by Wellington's juiciest new music festival, Peachy Keen. Get your tickets at SoPeachyKeen.com to see an incredible lineup play Wellington's Basin Reserve. It's the perfect Easter treat. Benny, Jin Wigmore, Paige, Foley, Chelsea Jade, and so many more live on April 3rd. It's gonna be fruity. See you there. The night is young, no we're not done Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-offs You're welcome Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more I'm feeling peachy and keen. Oh my god, that just <laughs> that was fits really in perfectly. spur of the moment, but it works. Yeah, glitter's raining on you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling peachy and keen? I'm feeling peachy and keen. <laughs> Amazing. I um recently bought a peach because I wanted to like do make some hashtag content because I am a hashtag influencer. Um, <laughs> they're fucking delicious. <laughs> Peaches? Yeah. Yeah, and you brought a really bruised one too. Like, I that know. was an ugly peach. I know, I didn't, like, I'm not a very good influencer. So some, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone who loves Instagram so much, she's about to hit 700 followers, guys, yeah, so follow watch out. At Kickon's Um, It was a very ugly peach. I know, I was like... I should have looked at this more because now when we try and take the hashtag content, it's going to be so bad. Yeah. But it's kind of good. Like... It's good that it's bad. You know, yeah. you're rough around the edges. I guess that's like tall poppy syndrome right yeah, there. It can't be too is. good. Otherwise, people are going to cut you <laughs> right down. It's also like because I recently like proclaimed that plums are my favorite stone fruit. But a I think I'm going to take it summer. back. It's all you've been talking about. I know. About. I love a plum. You do love a plum. Yeah. But now you love a peach. Obviously. I might even get a peach tattoo this week. Wow. I'm really feeling it. I think you should. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So... Guys, guys, this is our third, this is the end of the trilogy in our Peachy Keen Takeover Week. It has been an absolute um, joy. Joy, it really has been. Like, everyone that we've spoken to has been so gorgeous. Yeah. It's been so much fun. This festival is going to be fucking amazing. Yes. Get your tickets, 3rd of April at the Basin Reserve. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. But it's not over yet. Yeah, we're still here for one final Peachy King crossover episode. Yes. We are here with one half of pop-funk duo Foley. Along with her bestie, Gabriel Everett, Ash Wallace writes and produces some hot, hot, hot pop music that we are obsessed with. Their EP, On My Conscience, was released five days or even three days before lockdown last year, but still managed to make us dance. We are so excited to see them live at Peachy Keen, April 3rd. Everyone, please welcome Ash Wallace of Foley to kick on. Yay! Hi! <laughs> Would you say that I you are feeling peachy and Peachy and That was awesome. Um, I was like, what a tagline. Yeah. The um, music that's playing in the background for you is cracking me up. You are having a I rave know. in your hotel room. It's so good. It's so bizarre. It's gone from like 
high school musical to like full drum and bass at times it's like I'm really not sure what the wow vibe is. <laughs> yeah we need to talk to this hotel about what they're trying to portray I know what are they doing for their bistro what are you going for here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so you are in Wellington right now you've performed last night yeah. you got that post-show glow. Oh, God, Tell I don't know, I don't know about glow. <laughs> Probably post-show, <laughs> post-show hangover, maybe. Um, yeah. No, it was, no it was you're great. glowing. You're gorgeous, honestly. I'm yeah. like, I can stare at you for a very long time. Stunning. Yeah, this isn't a visual medium, guys, but... Yeah. Hot. Hot. Oh, you know, I, I promise I'm looking great, everyone. Um, no, it was so yeah. fun last night. <laughs> it was so cool. We, um, so we're here for O-Week. Um, and then we're doing Dunedin as well uh, tomorrow. And it was honestly just so great. Like the energy was so awesome. The crowd was just, they were unreal. I got so sweaty. I got so gross because I was jumping around like a mad woman. And Gabe was like in the crowd mm-hmm. shredding and like, it was just so fun. It was like <laughs> some shows I feel are a lot more serious and people are really there to like actively listen to the music. And then some shows people are just yeah. there to like, groove and vibe and it was definitely a groover so it was so fun and I haven't played in Wellington in ages like a really long time probably since we played here with open side which is like two years ago so it was so great to be back it was so cool That's oh my so god exciting. you and open side together makes so much sense I know it was so fun that was such a fun tour it was unreal did you tour around it. with them yeah so we did I think we did four dates with them um yeah, actually, it might even be longer than two years ago because that feels too recent. I don't know. Um, yeah, the whole yeah. COVID situation has, like, confused everyone. It's like, it was I know. last summer, but it was, like, actually the summer before last summer. Yeah, I've got no sense of time anymore. I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Father's Day. Yeah, always. <laughs> always. On Sunday. So tell us about how you and Gabe became Foley because we know you're old friends. Yeah, well, so we met How in Smoke Free Rock Quest. So we were in two separate <laughs> bands. I know. I feel like every single musician in New Zealand is like, yes, SFRQ. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, so we met there. So I was in a band and he was in another band. And we just kind of, like, met through that process of just, like, being in the competition. Um, but we also actually rehearsed in the same space in Auckland. So we'd, like, seen each other but didn't, like, didn't know each other yet. Um, and then, yeah, like our two groups just became really good friends and, um, just became like super tight knit. Um, and Gabe and I were best mates for like, I guess three or four years before we started writing together. So my band had split up after high school and I was studying music at uni and Gabe's band stayed together after high school. Um, and I ended up actually going on tour with them playing keys and it was all like, really, it was so much fun. Um, but it just never occurred to us to write together. Like, I don't, looking back now, it's it's really dumb because it's like, of course, we should have written together. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that we did it that way around because we were really good friends by the time we started writing, and then that was like the basis of a really good creative relationship as well. Um, so we probably wrote music for like a good year or so, and like we wrote some clangers, man. Like we wrote some really really <laughs> shit songs. <laughs> Um, but like after a while we were like I think this could be good you know like it could it could get to a good place I mean yeah I think we released our first song maybe like a year and a half into that um cool our first non-clanger so yeah and then now here we are today and you know still best mates fortunately it hasn't ruined anything so that's good (laughs) 
Yeah, that's good. Has it always been the sound that we hear now in your songs? Has it always been that sound? Yeah, pop has funk, it, I heard you well, say. Yeah, which I stole from yeah. an interview you did with RNZ. Oh. And <laughs> I was like, okay, writing that down. Yep, she is a researcher. Um, <laughs> yeah, go girl. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like the sound has changed, but I can't quite pinpoint what about it has changed. Like, we've always wanted to write like pop music like it's, we've always wanted to kind of go for that like really relatable like universal kind of you know pop's just a good genre to like reach a lot of different people um but both of us love funk and particularly Gabe is you know like his bass lines is just like the funkiest thing in the world um and like Prince is a massive inspiration for him so that's always like really come through in the music um and I previously to Foley I was writing more kind of like neo soul sort of stuff um so I I feel like it's changed as we've gone along we've just gotten more um solid and like trusting our instincts and like trusting what we want to write and not kind of going oh but that might not you know ZM might not play that or you know whatever this blog might not like Mm -hmm. that like I think we've just gotten more solid and writing what we want to write and just doing that you know yeah, um, that's the I, cool thing about the age of streaming because it's really like the consumer's decision what they listen to, not totally. um, the head of ZM or, you yeah. know. Yeah, and there's so many more niches now, eh? Like you can just find whatever fusion of genres and like backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. Like you can just find so much amazing music that doesn't fit into any particular mold. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's always like classic, like, what are your influences? I'm like, man, where to begin, you know? Like, there's so many different sub-genres now that, like, everything is just this massive melting pot, which I think is really cool. I'm glad that we're in that yeah. age of music, you know? Yeah, we're actually so lucky. We Before we jumped on, we were talking about how the sound of Foley to us does not sound like New Zealand music. Like I think you could line it up in a playlist of like bands from all over the world and it would be like to pick out the New Zealand one and you'd be like, well, I can't because, yeah, it's very sophisticated to me. It's like polished and... It's so polished. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. (laughs) That's so nice. Does it come... (laughs) Oh. <laughs> well, we mean it. There's plenty yeah. more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, truly. I'm going to get really red soon. I'm going to be blushing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stunning. But maybe that also does come from, like, maturity and also the relationship you guys have. You're probably not afraid to push things because you do have that foundation of... Yeah. And, like, trust in each other, I guess, and believe... 100%. Like, yeah, I mean, we kind of talk about it like we're siblings or, like, a married couple. Like, we you know, we started from already being best friends. And then once you add a creative relationship and like level it up like that, it's quite like, there has to be a massive amount of trust in that, in that space, you know, cause like writing music's really intimate. Even when you're not talking about like necessarily super personal things, even if you write quite a casual song, it's still like, you know, every idea that you put out there is like quite personal. You're giving a piece of yourself all the time. And um, like, especially at the beginning with, me being the singer as well because Gabe's a vocalist as well and we were kind of like who should sing we're not really sure um and like putting myself out there like that you know like it's it's all really scary (laughs) so I think like it's been quite a long ride for us like because we trusted each other at the beginning that was a really like we're really supportive of each other and now that's developed into a place where like we just know fundamentally that we love each other and trust each other and everything's good so now we can be like incredibly brutal with 
you know, our ideas and what we want and with each other without it being personal at all, which I think just kind of comes with time, you know, like in any creative relationship or any collaboration, like it just takes a while to trust each other to the level where you can be like, that idea sucks, but I still love you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm looking at Jason, no... like, <laughs> we have definitely had those conversations. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're hard though. They are really hard. Like, it's not easy to, to like say no to things, but I feel like Gabe and I are really lucky that at this point, like we can just be super cutthroat and there's like never any hard feelings it would never impact our relationship at all so I guess that's kind of changed the sound too like just being able to be brutal with each other and like really go for what we both really want yeah that's so cool so what's your process because you guys are kind of 50 50 writing and producing right so how do you where do you start when you write a song yeah I mean it's kind of different every time to be honest like what we've started doing a lot more now is Gabe and I won't produce like we used to write the songs together and produce together and then at a certain level we would take it to another producer and get them to like really glow it up because neither of us are like super great producers we kind of just started producing so that we could record our music essentially um Mm -hmm. so we used to kind of take it to producers at a later stage in the songwriting where there is now we pretty much always start writing with the two of us and at least one producer and maybe another songwriter as well so like there'd at least be three of us in the room, if not four, maybe five. Um, so that's, yeah, the, the production kind of starts at the same time now, which is really great. Um, and it means that there's a lot more. Was that because you were finding that um, you would bring a song that was like felt finished and someone would be like, rip it apart? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, in a good way though, you know, like um, we worked yeah. initially with Jason Suskoff, who um, did Super Lonely with um, Josh Fountain and Benny, obviously. Um, and he was like, yeah, he he did totally that. He like like ripped the songs apart and was like, but like all this stuff is just like not contributing anything, you know, like you need to rip it back to the bones and like really work out, you know, what needs to be there and what doesn't and all of that. And I think like we just realized that if you do all of that stuff simultaneously, you don't add in all these things that are unnecessary, like all the bells and whistles. Mm. Like if you get it all like really clean from the onset, it's so much easier to end up with like a really clear message and a clear song and like that polish and all that kind of stuff. Like you don't have all these random parts just kind of in there because you were like, oh, we'll just fill this space and, you know, so. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, collaboration is like a really important thing for us as well. Like we're very much believers that like more heads are, better you know um so having all those like energies in the room and just like all bouncing off each other like I love that it's made songwriting like even more fun just to have massive like stupid yarns at the beginning of a session and then like get into a really good energy and then just like go straight in with like a big group of mates essentially so um yeah that's kind of the process now is just to like have maybe maybe four of us would be the most common just like get together, have a massive yarn about everyone's day and what's going on for everybody, and then just like word vomit into the <laughs> into the room and get something going. That's and, so cool. Yeah. Do you find it hard to separate, like if so, like when he's pulling apart your song and you're like, I've, I spewed this onto a paper, piece of paper and it meant this to me. Yeah. Do you find it hard to separate like the heart, I guess, from the musical head in a way? Yeah, kind of. To make I mean, that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I guess like not so much now. I definitely found that really hard at the beginning, like not even just mm. the beginning of Foley, but the beginning of like my whole musical career. Um, you know, you, it's like, it's so easy cause it's your story or like it's your personal experience. It feels really personal when someone doesn't like it. Um, or like says, mm. say it in a different way or, you know, cause like we're all trying to get it across like how we feel. And if anyone else feels that way, you know, um, but I think like, as I've gotten further along, I've realized that the point of collaborating and getting those, um, opinions is that like, you may think you're saying it a way that feels like really good, but if it's not being received in the way that you need it to be, then there's a disconnect, you know? So like you might say something and you think, Oh, this is so clear. Everyone's going to get it. And then the other people are like, oh, I don't really know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like having, those, having those voices in the room, I think like it allows you to say what you want to say even clearer and even better and even more, you know, like it's going to be received in exactly the way that you want it. Um, so I guess I've just gotten used to that feeling of like it being okay to, to like take the reins off a little bit. And at the end of the day, like, even if people are helping you tell your story better, it's still your story. Like it's still, you know, your heart is, yeah, there, so there, true. you know, cause that's and the their, thing. Their, their intentions are pure. Totally. Like if, if maybe you feels yourself, like an attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Ooh. Um, yeah, if you surround yeah. yourself with people that you trust too, like if it's if it's writers that you that you trust your art with, then then it's fine. You know, you can just allow yeah. them to weigh in and 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 also like those conversations at the beginning of a session, I think, are really crucial because people just dive right into a song. But like, if you're writing with people, you've got to be like talking about it and like have some understanding as to how everyone's feeling. And then once you start writing, it's like, it's a lot easier to stay on topic and to like, actually, you know, for everyone to have the same vision, I guess. Yeah. Is it almost like setting boundaries in a weird way? Yeah, kind of. Like this is, this is what this is and this is what the intention is. So how can we get there? Yeah. I don't write music, but I imagine that's maybe what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. It's like. Like, I mean, Better Than Love, which is a single that just, just came out. Like we, I, we wrote that in like a day and it was myself and, um, Josh Naley, who I'd, I'd written with lots of times and I'm really good friends with. And then John O'Boyle, who I'd never met before that day. And he was just like, so what's going on with you? And I was like, so, <laughs> and just like <laughs> unloaded. <laughs> like I totally, the, the poor guy was like, this girl was crazy. Um, <laughs> but like you know I kind of explained everything that was going on and probably said like a lot of the lyric and a lot of the things that ended up in the song um and he was just like I feel you like I've been there I had this moment Legit. With my, yeah with my partner and he yeah was like, I, I totally listened to it. it and was like yes same yeah. I mean, is this song like, for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's like it's quite a universal kind of feeling I think so like it was awesome he was just like I get it I totally get it let's go like let's dive in and then because we'd kind of, yeah, I guess set those boundaries, like you say, and we both were like, okay, we get it. We get the emotion. Now we just need to distill it in a way that's like going to make a great song. And then it was just like, it, it just came out of us so quick because it was easy after that, you know? Wow. That's so cool. That's so interesting. Um, you miss, uh, mentioned Josh Fountain. We're big fans. Yeah. How's <laughs> awesome. working with him? he's he's amazing he's just like a very kind person and I think like 
because oh, we please. worked with him really early <laughs> on and like yeah he just he creates a space that you feel really welcome in and like really because he's you know you would think that he'd be scary because he's so talented and yeah. you know he has such amazing accolades and like he's just awesome but he's not he's just like the nicest person and I, I feel like he's just a massive music fan like he just loves music and he loves writing and like he's just there for all the right reasons so working with him is just I mean there's a reason that he gets such great songs out of people I feel like it's just because he creates such a great environment and he's just so like he's just the nicest person he's just so genuine you know Aww. so yeah he's awesome so cute. <laughs> I love him love that. so much yeah. <laughs> it's nice that you can like say that because I'm sure you come across people who are like just you don't connect with yeah i mean the conversations around the new zealand music industry at the moment are pretty like um important yeah so yeah i think that it's nice to hear like positive things as well yeah and i mean i'm really lucky in, in that regard that i mean not so much in my earlier music career but now with foley like i always have gabe in the room so i have a protection that like not all females in the industry mm. and gender diverse artists in the industry like have you know so I kind yeah. of have an ally in all those spaces which has been incredible like I'm very blessed to have that um and if you know I've we've definitely had bad experiences where like a producer or a co-writer or whatever is like not treating me in the same way that they treat Gabe or you know things like that but I I always have an ally to like get me out of that situation if I need it so I'm like yeah, yeah. pretty pretty lucky with that like incredibly lucky but not yeah not everyone is so it's pretty rough yeah Yeah. but you're involved in peachy keen um because you you do you the lady you know (laughs) yeah it's so exciting that um something like this is finally happening Yeah. yeah is there someone on the bill that you're just like a massive fan of that you can't wait to see live Yes, um, I'm <laughs> or more than one. You know, um, I'm pretty obsessed with Chelsea Jade. I'm like, yeah, I'm a yes. super fan. I'm a super fan. We're, yeah, legit. I was like, are you a super <laughs> fan? <laughs> um, yeah, I am. I love her. I just think that like she, it's not just the music, like because the music's incredible, but also like mm. the whole co-papa of her project. Like, it's just incredible. Mm. Like, and the visuals, like, everything just... Yes, the visuals. Oh, it's like... Even her cover album. I know. So gorgeous. Is that her mum? Wait, is that the art? I don't know. Her and the other lady? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I hope it's her mum. It's just amazing. I just feel like everything is so (laughs) considered with her. Like, she doesn't just do anything. Like, I'm a big, like, okay, we'll just chuck it out there. Whereas I feel like she thinks about every single moment and it's all, like, I mean, even she played in Auckland about a year ago and um, like the lights show and like the choreography and like every moment was just like, she just cultivated this incredible thing to make sure that every audience member had like an insanely good time. And I just, Oh, I don't know how she does it. She's unreal. Oh my God. Okay. I, how are you going to feel? Are when you, you going to tell me this? This yeah. is inspiring. <laughs> I actually like, I actually totally bombed her on Twitter one time. Just like, I'm obsessed with you. And she replied being like, yay. Or something. I was like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be like, hey, it's me. It's yeah. me. From Twitter. You replied to me on Twitter, remember? <laughs> oh it's gonna be so good it's very hard in those situations to like try and remain calm because you like you know your peers yeah. you're yeah. on the same bill for a festival but then you also you can't help but a be fan. a fangirl yeah honestly it's yeah. like you think being hung over is hard try being starstruck <laughs> yeah <laughs> the worst <laughs> Don't do the two things at once. Don't be hungover and stuff. Then be like, next level. Terrible. Terrible. I feel like as well with Foley, your looks are very considered. Like your artwork is really beautiful and colourful and the styling. Like, do you guys have a lot of input into that? Yeah. I mean, um, we, for this upcoming EP, we worked with a design agency called Like Minds. And they were just like, they were amazing because we've just got a lot of ideas, but we've never really landed on anything like, I guess, for our brand, you could say, you know, Um, we've kind of just Mm. always like gone for just like big color and big vibes and just like whatever we feel like. Um, But like mine's really distilled it to like a a personality for us, like as a brand. Um, And so that's flowed into all the cover art and all like all the visuals that we've done have been um, the design that they did. And then we worked with Frances Carter, um, who's an incredible photographer and she's um, done all the photography for the cover art. And that was just such an amazing experience because we actually did all the styling ourselves, but she just like, she's just got such an incredible eye. Like she just, I don't know how she did it. Like we photographed lots of it in this random factory that our friends family own. And she could just see spots like, you know, just one little, square in the middle of like this total mess and she's like that's the spot go go stand there <laughs> and it's just like she's, just, she's got the IA so um yeah so it's been really cool to, to work with both of those teams and um just kind of get like one real look that we can stick to for a while um and yeah then, does it feel like it flows into the new EP as well like musically the visuals yeah. and the music feel good together yeah totally totally oh, it's, cool. it's nice to have that and also like we did the music video for So Personal and that was with um, this director called Malawan who does um, Platform Studios and Platform Store and his aesthetic is just so strong and so amazing. And so like getting to do a really beautiful music video that like in the past we'd always done videos that were quite like narrative driven or quite like, you know, this big concept. But for this one, it was just like, let's just shoot some really beautiful landscapes and some like really awesome spots um and just kind of like I guess let the music do the talking and then just have like some really nice visuals to to pair with it so that's been really cool it's been like quite a different strategy to what we've done in the past so yeah that's been really nice and I I feel like that allows the music and the visual to really like just you know gel together a lot nicer get married yeah that's so cool so when can we expect this so the EP is out March 12th Oh, so just in time for us to learn all the words before we get to Peachy King. Oh, my God. How good? This is a serious question. Does it feel when you're, like, singing your heart out and you've got a full crowd of people, like, singing back at you? (laughs) It is so weird. It's like like nothing else. I don't – I feel – when it's, like, the happy songs, it's just awesome because you're just, like, singing along and you just feel like – 
I kind of feel like I'm singing along to them, like singing along to the radio or like whatever. But I mean, <laughs> we had in our headline show last year um, in Auckland, we played Homesick, which is from our last EP. That's like, it's quite a kind of an emotional song. And people were singing the words to that, like the whole song, like the verses, the, cause usually, you know, people sing the chorus, but they don't know the verse. <laughs> um, but like, not your were, fans. <laughs> yeah. it, it was insane. They were singing like every word and I got quite emotional. It's like far out. This is like, this totally, cause that song really came from the heart and then to have people singing it, it was just like, I don't know. I don't even know so how like, to explain guys, it. Shut up. Yeah, I was like, this I'm is gonna my cry. moment. This is my moment. <laughs> <laughs> Who invited you? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys sound so, so catchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you stop. You're like, okay, I'm going to do that one yeah. again. Up. <laughs> uh, go over the note. <laughs> That's so good. Well, I can't wait to be one of those people singing along. Yeah, legit. We'll be one of those those people. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for Peachy Keen. I just think it's such a cool concept. And it's like, it's amazing to look at that lineup and go, wow, this is just an awesome lineup that I want to go see. And then you're like, oh, it's all it's all females as well. Like, how cool, you know? But I just feel like it stands mm, on its yeah. own. It doesn't it doesn't have to be like, oh cool, we're doing this festival so that we can, you know, improve representation. That's awesome. But it's also just a fucking great lineup, regardless, you know? Yeah. It's just it, really it speaks is. for itself, you know. It's so awesome. Thank God there's only one stage, because imagine trying to like figure out who you wanted to see. When. You couldn't, it'd be impossible. That would be so stressful. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot of clashes. <laughs> yeah I would not enjoy yeah that no clash all. policy thank yeah, you we, we love we love we love <laughs> so Ash tell us something that you are feeling peachy about in life right now pop culture life whatever that's just like making you happy peachy okay this is gonna sound really niche but um I went down to see my uncle who lives in Tepuki I went down to see him last weekend okay. just to like have a little visit and I came back with no like I'm not lying for a second like maybe my torso sized cardboard box full of passion fruits from his garden and I have been eating oh my passion gosh. non-stop and then I went to the supermarket and they're like $50 a kilo I was like mm. man that sucks for everyone else but not for me because I've got lots of passion fruits so yes. side business oh yes yeah, side hustle see you on the side of the road <laughs> yeah. it's so nice though like just fresh fruit and like, oh my god yeah so I've yeah. been loving that I've been living for it I don't know how to eat a passion fruit you cut it in half right mean? and then you scoop it out I don't yeah. my mum offered me a passion fruit the other day and I said to her I don't think I like those because I don't like passion fruit flavored things oh it's a bit different though so yeah but then I touched it I don't think I've ever eaten a passion fruit. You've got to eat one. You've got to. (laughs) Well, someone's hogging them all. I know. (laughs) They've sold out. It's a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) No, so like you you cut it open and then you split it and you like scoop out the inside. But it's like it's different passion fruit flavor. You eat the pips, yeah. It's so good. It's really yum. What's the one that um, Kylie Jenner was supposed to smell? The... Pomegranate. Oh, pomegranate. Kind of like that. Yeah. Similar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know how like... Same process. You know how cherry-flavoured things don't taste like cherries? Yes. That's that's what passion fruit's like. Passion fruit's the same. Okay. I'll 
I'll give it a go. It's not like the passion Yay. fruit starburst. I'm thinking of like the passion fruit cheesecake. Sarah oh, Sar- yeah. Lee or Sarah Lee, yeah. passion fruit flavored cheesecake. Nah. No, thank you. Not nah. the Okay. Um, feel free to bring me a passion fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll like carry you a care package or something. Yeah. yeah. I'll be literally, no, on stage at Peachy, I'll be just up there eating a passion fruit. Everyone be like, that's not the vibe today. I'll be like, it's my first time. <laughs> be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so what's something you are, like, not so keen on right now? It's just, like, a bit meh. Uh, just, like, not the vibe. Well, well, yeah, we were kind of, like, thinking before, like, with social media, I just sometimes feel a little overwhelmed by influencers so yeah, yeah. maybe social Ooh, media Steph. Oh. 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 You know, swipe up um. I think it's, it's more like it's more American culture like the American yeah. influencer culture I feel like is quite intense and I just find like I just feel like on Instagram mm. I can't get away from it like even if I am not seeking it out I just keep getting stuff like served to me and I'm just like ah oh, stop trying to control Truly. my own life it's marketing not like social media used to be like I want to see what someone's up to with their day yeah. but now it's like I'm wanting to sell you something yeah yeah, yeah. it's and like I, the ones that all have the same like color rose gold filter yes yeah no, and I you. also am getting incessant ads to buy an air fryer <laughs> like <gasps> do it this. do it <laughs> I love them they're really? from me is it I, good? Honestly, I haven't turned on the oven in months. Really? <laughs> I love like the air fryer. Bullshit. Like you see the ads, and I'm like, that can't be real. It's real. Oh, it definitely works. Believe I saw it. a like meme yesterday that was like, I have an air fryer and HBO Max. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so true. I bought like a Kmart <laughs> brand one, so it's re- very cheap, but like. When I make it big as an influencer, yeah. I will be upgrading to the Briscoes brand. You know, like oh, I'll spend two hundred dollars on an air fryer, no problem. I love yeah. her. It's I quite like guilt free because it's not like a deep fryer where you're like using lots of oil or anything. But I yeah. guess it depends. But people people fully <laughs> cook like chicken and things in their air fryers. Yeah, that's crazy. Sheesh. We just use it for the occasional hungover Sunday. Just That's a little a hash brown cooker. Yeah, hash exactly. Brown, yes. It's potato palace. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Coin that. Coin that. Potato palace. That's the name of my air fryer brand. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's the genius. Jim, it's like jewels. Yes, jewels air fryers. Welcome to potato palace. <laughs> I'm doing a McCain's crossover. <laughs> You've got the end. Thank you. I do you heard it end. here first, everyone. You heard it yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our McCain's, you've done it again, featuring Jason's Potato Palace. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh I think God. it's time to say the mantra. Oh, my God. It's totally time to say the mantra. Okay. 2001, 2001 to 2008. 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> So, Ash, this is our segment where everyone that comes on the podcast adds a song to our playlist because we believe that 2001 to 2008 was the peak of music, the most amazing time to be alive. And we want to remember it well. 
So please let should. us know. Oh, it's awkward saying that to musicians, eh? Yeah, I'm like, what oh. about this year? <laughs> yeah, oh. what about 2021, March? I've never thought about it before. No, I, I agree. I agree. The days of Singstar, the days of Top of the Pops. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. God. Top of the Pops all the time. Oh, yes. yes. So good. C4. So good. C4. Oh, we, my God. Yeah. Bring it back. Hot English Joel that used to host C4. Like, where are you now? And are you still single? I'd love to do like a segment on where where are C4 and Juice TV presenters now? Like Drew Nemier and stuff. Oh, I was thinking about his single today. Oh, my God. I forgot he had a single. One song. He did Christmas in the Park. Every year. Defrost him once a year. Yeah. He made it. Yeah. He made it. So tell us a song that you would love to add to the playlist. Okay, well, I think that one of the best bands from that time is Destiny's Child, which, of course, Amazing. was then fruitful and gave us Beyonce. Um, but yes. I, I'm, I'm tossing up between Survivor and Bootylicious because they're both such haters. On the list. Let's do them both. Let's just add them both. Yeah, definitely. 100%. That's good. I'm glad. Add the whole album. (laughs) We should. We were talking earlier about bills. Bills, bills, bills. 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 Yeah. So good. I've got a question for the group. Okay. I've been thinking a lot about Destiny's Child this week. So it's really amazing that you bring this up. Mm. So, Destiny's Child, right? You think, you say the words and you immediately think of an amazing girl group. But, like, who is Destiny? And who are her children? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, are they her children? Yeah, the children. They're Destiny's Child. Is Destiny Tina? Well, that's what I wonder. And is it just about Beyonce? (laughs) Or is Destiny not a woman, but a concept? I think it's a concept. I feel like it's a concept. But also, okay, cool, cool, how cool. rough you. was it that it was Beyonce and then um, Kelly Rowland? And Latavia? Then, but the, the other girl who, like, just what happened with Michelle? Her? They just, like, well, like, she's she actually got a podcast. At one point, though, didn't she? Like, like, someone left and then she, like, it just. Well, what if happened? you watch the Bill's music video, there's like five there's of, them, four of them. Oh, four of them. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It but used, not Michelle. No, right? Michelle was an add in yeah. later on. I just feel like it was Michelle's so actually, yeah. yeah. She's had a huge career in Christian music. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I take it back. Yeah. She's fine. She's, she's a good. gospel singer. <laughs> she yeah. also was potentially on Broadway. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Huge in the Bible, but huge in Broadway. Yeah. That's how Michelle Williams. Love it. Go Michelle. Love her. Michelle. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So what can we expect from... We go, we're at Peachy Keen. We look hot. We've got a frosé in hand. Oh. What can we expect from a Foley show? Well, when we play live, we have, so Gabe and myself, um, Gabe plays guitar live. And then um, we also have a bass player and a drummer who have, our drummer Elijah has been with us since like the beginning. Um, and he's an absolute ledge. Um, and then we have, usually we have a female bass player called Marika, but she actually has her dad's 50th birthday on the night of Peachy Keen. No, we love Marika. Yeah, I've seen her a we've few seen, times. Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. Damn. But yeah, we're going to have to bring in someone else. So we're going to try really hard to get a non-male bass player because, um, you awesome. know, would love to. Um, but, yeah, so yeah. it's like the live show is pretty full on. Like we try to 
not just kind of like play the songs um, as they're recorded, but to kind of like add other touches and stuff so that there's like a different live experience. Um, and it's definitely like way more kind of energized than, I mean, the songs are already pretty like party party, but we try and just make them even more kind of like dramatic and powerful and like groovy. And yeah, it's definitely like a real dancey kind of vibe. Um, but we also just Gorgeous. like, because we're all mates, it's just like, it's so much fun on stage. Like we're not kind of trying to make it look perfect. It's very like us vibing around, like throwing shit around. I mean, last night when we played, in the last song, Gabe like went and did his solo in the crowd and then his strap fell down. So he just put his guitar on the ground and started dancing. Because <laughs> he was like, I option. can just not play this bit. Like, it'll be fine. I'm just going to vibe. So it's very much I like we just love to have a dance and like enjoy ourselves as well. So, um, yeah, I think Peachy will be the same. It'll just be a big, a big rave. <laughs> And cool. the song. Yeah. I will be raving right there with you. Absolutely. I feel oh, like yeah. that's when the audience has the most fun, though. When the totally. people on stage are having fun. Totally. Like, it's so cute to watch <laughs> the musicians have fun. Yeah. Especially because if you know their friends, it's just, it's really sweet. Yeah, the backstory yeah. on this one, it's going to be her, this Cancerian. Oh, yeah, I will be crying. Oh. <laughs> Even in the fun songs, you'll be like, they're just such good friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> it's so oh. true. <laughs> the Rock Quest, SPQR, whatever it was. No, that's a bar. It's a bar in all kinds. <laughs> <S> yeah. <laughs> SFRQ. 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 <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, Ash, we have loved this. We are so excited to see you live. Everyone, listen to Foley. Get ready for that EP on the 12th of March. Follow oh, yeah. on Instagram at We Are Foley and get ready for a big dance party at Peachy Keen. Mm -hmm. Get your Yay. tickets. Pe Peachykeen.com. Sure. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <Yeah. laughs> At Peachy Keen Fest on Instagram. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Thank you guys Enjoy so much your for having week. me. Oh, yeah, I will. I Thank will. you. Yeah, Dunners will go hard. Dunners, baby. I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to see you in real life really soon. Yeah, I can't wait to meet you guys properly. Gorgeous. Yay. Now, don't forget that I was going to say pineapple. Passion, Passion fruit. fruit. <laughs> I will yeah. not arrive empty-handed, I promise. Gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. We'll Bye. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.